Good morning, everybody. Uh, Terrace Horton here for On the 12. While I'm doing this, while I'm, uh, I just want to have this up here for you for the July the 1st Responders Appreciation Month, 50% off of all services at Horton's Barbershop. I just got to go in here. I got to fix my privacy settings and then I'll get into the show. I got a great show for you guys today. Heck of a show for you guys today. Let's see. Privacies, public. Awesome. Yeah, today I have a great show for you today. Today I got some show topics. Today, Abby's home and uh, July's First Responders Appreciation Month at Horton's Barbershop. Um, if you uh, go to hortonsbarbershop.com and set up your appointment, if you are a first responder in Campbell County, the entire county of Campbell County, you get 50% off of all your services for the month of July here in um, at Horton's Barbershop. I'm going to move right along because I've got a great show today. And today's show is all about a, it's feel good. Today's a feel good show. Uh, the topics today are Abby's home. It's a story of a 14 year old partially blind dog that went missing, but with a lot of prayers and great community involvement using Dayton Buzz, Abby was returned to her family. And I've got a statement from Tracy Robinson, and I got pictures of Abby being back home with her daughter. Uh, I mean, being back home with her family. Also, the Campbell County Community Spotlight today is on my good buddy, Jay, Jason, Jay Banks, a.k.a. the Mad Scientist. Um, Smokes and Jokes is having a comedy concert tonight, the $500 cash winner, hosted by Rollo Carleone at Blaze. 516th Mama Street, and so much more. I'm going to go ahead and get into this already. With uh, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go to today's weather. You guys know how. If this is the first time you're watching my uh, my programming, I usually go through the weather. I go to weatherbug.com. I go to because that's what I use. I use weatherbug.com to get you find your local weather. And today in Dayton, Kentucky, it's going to be it's 69 degrees now. The high is going to be 78 degrees. And um and like I always say with the with this one, you can. Go in and mine is Ask Harris Horton. I have my weather that is specific to me. And you can go in here to the hourly. You can go in here to hourly as well. And it tells you what the weather is going to be like per hour. There's lots of ads on here, but there's ads that are uh, good for you. I've noticed that all the ads that have been on here that I've been able to use. And like I always do, I always like to go into the app. The Weatherbug app. And it's very user-friendly. Just go into the app and it tells you, you can scroll up and down. It tells you what we're going to use and stuff like that. And if you guys have any comments or anything like that, you can leave them below and then I'll read them off. But I'm just going to jump right into the first topic, Abby's home. If you're from Dayton or Bellevue, you might have followed the story. And I'm going to pull up this story to where I started following it. And it was a story. I saw a post on the Dayton Buzz website. And I like the Dayton Buzz website. And this was back in, this is back in uh, July the 6th is when I saw it. And it was a, a post from Tracy Robinson. Uh, and it said that she, the dog has been missing. Lady had uh, seen it behind the flood wall. Please help bring Abby home. That was on the July the uh, 6th. And I think I did a podcast on it. And I was looking through it. And I was like, and I thought I saw that somebody had returned Abby. I think it was the day that I did the podcast on the 8th. And then still no Abby, still no Abby. Then someone right here was asking, if anyone's seen the dog, Michelle Whitlock, we were pitching in on the Dayton Kentucky Buzz website. This is what community is all about, folks. People pitching in and helping each other. Then um, Tracy, once again, then you could tell how much Tracy really 
loved loves her dog. She offered a five hundred dollar reward for her dog. Look at the look, Abby, just a cute little dog. And then um, uh, it goes on and on and on and on until this is the seventh. It's the seventh, and it's still going. If you're still looking for anybody, seen Abby. I'm gonna get into. Uh, and this is the Dayton Buzz website. If you've never seen it, and then um, this is July the eighth. Still, this is on the Dayton Buzz website. And then here's uh, friends. Another Robin Fortner. She posted about Abby about hadn't been seen since uh, uh, July the fourth. This is what I'm talking about. The reason why I'm going through this is that this is what community is all about, folks. When we come together as a community, we can accomplish anything. You know. So was, and then we get, we get here, and then the I'll go to. I'll, and we're going, going, going. I'm trying to find out where that where Abby comes home. And right here on July the 8th, Tracy Robinson reports, Abby has been returned home safely. Thank you to everyone that cared and shared. That is huge. That's huge. And the best part about this to me is it was returned by someone I know pretty well. His name is John Barrah Barajas. I don't know if I spelled that or said that correctly or not, John. You could have told me. Let me know how to spell it. And he said, update, lost dog in Bellevue. Please, someone come find her and take her home. She's shivering, starving, and can barely walk. I got her some food and some water for the time being. Share and let's find this poor baby. And by the time, it was 8.09 p.m. And then by and then 9, 9.26, everybody's giving up, giving John thanks for bringing Abby home. Because that, my friends, is what community is all about that right there is what community is all about and i'm going to go through some pictures and stuff like that of uh what, I, what i've received what like like the pictures of abby being home and the story of abby i'll just read you what what uh tracy wrote to me abby lee 14 year old partially blind and deaf dog i mean with partially but um partially blind and deaf from being so old beside that never been sick or hurt a day in her life and was used to live and used to live in the country for the first 10 years of her life. So she could call her and you could call her old country girl if you want to. She moved to the city, but never been out of her small hole in the gate until July 4th, uh, July 4th. And I guess it was the noises that scared her away. She was gone at six o'clock in the morning, uh, Sunday until around eight 30 Thursday, July the 8th. Highly believe that she traveled alongside the riverbank the whole time when she was found, she was Mainly exhausted and dehydrated, but after just a few short days of love that is needed, a bubble bath and plenty of food and water, from the old girl is back to her normal self. She's barking at the neighbors and barking at squirrels and the mailman, etc. And these are some pictures of Abby being home with her family. These are pictures that I got from. There's Abby at home. <laughs> She's home. Look at that. Abby's home with her little with her son with her brother. There's more. There's there's way more pictures. There's way more pictures. Trying to find these. Oh, there's Abby. They gave her a bubble bath. So Abby made it home, and now Abby's laying next to her brother. Look at this. No, I'm telling you, this is a feel good story. This is what we need more of in our in our nation. We need more of this kind of feel good stories in our nation right here. I think this is an awesome display of community. You know, Tracy put out there, she lost her dog, a dog who she loved, she loves dearly. She lost her dog. She put it out there in the date in the, the Dayton Buzz, Dayton, Kentucky Buzz, which in my opinion, that's the best. In my, 
And everything that I say is subjective. What that means is it's my opinion. It's not gospel truth. It's my opinion. Everything that they put out in that date and buzz, but it's, it's good content. I follow it for the food that I want to go eat. I follow it when there's local things in the, in the, in the, in the um, community that I want to think. And this is very important. Abby got home. And this is awesome. A great story. I'm going to have to be bringing you an update of Abby and keep bringing it periodically coming through. You can go back and you can watch this at, at another time. But I'm here to report to you. Dayton, Kentucky. We brought Dayton, Kentucky and Bellevue and everybody on the 12. We brought Abby home. It was a collective between all of us because I remember on my first podcast that I do. That's whenever I first met and, ran, and, and, and was introduced to Abby. I was like, we need to bring her home. We need to bring her home. And I was like, look at God, because I thought that, that we brought her home. Three, four days later, she's home because of the hard work and dedication of the people of the Dayton, Bellevue, Fort Thomas, and Newport community on the 12 community. We did it. And I'm so proud of us. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to have a statement from John about how he, how, what happened with him. Because I got the, we, we, I read the statement about Tracy and how she felt and, and talking about Abby and how she was a farm dog for 10 years. And then she got, came to the city and now she's home safe. So I'm going to get a statement from John, who is a great community asset to our, he's a Bellevue resident. He, I remember the first time I've ever met John. John is the guy who found the dog and returned uh, Abby to, to Tracy. John is very involved in you know, creating content and things like that in the community for DJing. And I'll let him explain all that Thursday if, when I get the statement from him. I'm not going to overspeak or, you know, he might not even want me to tell things that he does. So I'm going to move right along to my next order of business. And shouts out to Tracy Robinson for communicating with me yesterday. That's huge. How can we get the word out about things like this if people are afraid to communicate? We've got to communicate, folks, and keep things like this going in our community. My community spotlight today is going to be on someone who well who who well deserves all the accolades that are going to be coming his way, all the accolades coming his way, and that's my man, Jay Banks, Jason Banks, and I'm going to go into some the, the latest accomplishment of his. Uh, Jason Banks, he was uh, he created a shirt for InSync, Ryan Cabrera. And here where it sold out. I think they're going to be available up. We're, we're going to listen to Ryan Cabrera talk about how the shirts are sold out. Jason Banks, Jay Banks from Dayton, Kentucky. I think they're going to be available up in the back. He's got 50 of them, and he will be signing. What? I'm just telling you. They said they were out? Look at, look at God. This brand is still available. Plenty, plenty. They will not sell out of all four of them. Trust me. <laughs> well, speaking of this next guy, who is a pain in my, I'm not gonna say. So that was a, that was Jay Banks. Whatever he um he created a shirt for Ryan Cabrera. If you can see here, it's a Ryan Cabrera shirt from the uh, formerly of NSYNC. Um, he probably still is of NSYNC, and he only designed a certain amount of them. And he took those to the concert and in Jay Banks fashion. And Jay Banks, the mad scientist fashion, he sells out. That's and Jay is um his his brick and mortar original store was in Dayton, Kentucky. I've seen Jay Banks selling t-shirts out the back of his off the back of it at a backpack at nightclubs. I've witnessed the grind. Jay is one of my best friends in life, and I've witnessed the grind. 
There's Ray Cabrera signing Kaylin's shirt. AK, um, that's my sister-in-law, Kaylin. Um, and that's a, you know, how cool is that? Someone from your backyard yeah, designs a shirt for a member of NSYNC, arguably one of the best groups ever of all times. Pop groups. I ain't going to, I'm not going to go there. Best pop groups of all time signing the shirt that he designed for his wife. Now that's huge. That's huge. Not even the song the Bye 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 song. And there's Kay getting down. We I've, I've attended concerts with Jay and Kay before, and such fun. The community spotlight goes on Jay Banks, not just for this, not just for this, but Jay has done so much in the community. They, Jay does so much in the community because this is a, the, the newest thing that Jay's working on right here. He sent me this message yesterday. Oh, Have you ever been in the other store? Boy. You see that he has a private interest into the lab. That's all you get to see. You can't see no more than that. But uh, I, I got to tell you a funny story about my buddy Jay Banks and I. Um, a story about Jay Banks and I. Um, he had his when um, he has a his family had a lake house in Smith, Alabama, Smith Lake, Alabama. And me being from the country, I'm a big old country boy. I'm like, yeah, I can start the fire. Don't even worry about it, boy. I got the fire. Don't you worry. Y'all go up there and chill. They're drinking. My Josh Densler was there. Jay was there. God rest Josh's show. He he lost his. He took he passed away. Um, I was like, I got the fire. Don't you worry about it. So I take some gasoline and I take the golf cart down to where we got this fire built, right? So I'm pouring gasoline on this fire. I'm like, man, they're like, T, why, what are you doing? And Denzler's like, T crosses his legs and sits back and is like watching. They're like, T, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to start this fire. And this is Jay. It's a lake house that Jay, Jay's family had. We've got a pontoon. We're having the time of our life. So I go to light the fire in the light. And, and you know, you've seen those videos where the fire shoots back into the can. I shoot the can and then, and, and then the fire is blown up. The trees are about to go in flame and it was good coming toward the house. So I had the wherewithal to kick the can over to let the, the, the gas boil over and just into the thing. And it didn't explode. Thank God. Or I wouldn't be here. Jay wouldn't be here. The family house wouldn't be here because that shit was about. I'm sorry for cussing. That stuff was about to go up in flames. But that's my story about Jay Banks. Who is the community spotlight for today? Jay I love what you're doing for the community in the community of Dayton. This is an example, especially with me being in the community of Dayton now. This is a prime example of how we can cultivate a new era of entrepreneurs. You've you got examples. You've got Jay Banks who took a brick and mortar and took a brick and mortar clothing store and an idea and hustle and turned it into a, a storefront in Newport and a levy. Now a, a mainstay permanent fixture store in Newport and a levy with with opportunities to expand coming right from from Dayton, Kentucky, the United States of America. We can do that. Now we have myself. Jay's going to Newport on the levee. I'm right in Dayton, Kentucky with a brick and mortar barbershop that's going to be a cl another clothing store like Jay's and a podcasting studio starting off just like Jay did. Now, do you, can you see the pattern that we can form that when these kids come and say, hey, I don't want to go to college. I want to open up my own store. I want to be an entrepreneur. We, You have two People in the community who are, I know I am, and I know Jay is, willing to sit down with your child or you're an adult if you want to and, and show you how to correctly get an EIN number, correctly incorporate yourself and get your LLC, correctly do your bank, your banking and, and become financial literacy whenever you're um, opening your business. So in two years from now, you can get a Brad and Drun Street number. You can start doing business in a whole nother different way 
establishing your credit. And these kids, we can build this right out of Dayton, Kentucky, on the 12, Bellevue, Dayton, Fort Thomas, and, and, and Newport. Bring your kids. You're not no little young kids. I'm not ready for the little young kids yet. That's why I had to let I had to put a message out there. I'm doing construction at the barbershop, so I would appreciate if people wouldn't bring kids under 11 into the barbershop unless they're accompanied at all times. I got a lot of expensive stuff in my barbershop, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to have nobody break it except me or my children, and my children aren't going to do that. And I'm not I'm saying this to if you have children and they know how to behave and they can come to the barbershop and sit down and watch TV or play or something like that, but man – if you're t if they're touching our, my stuff, I am going to discipline your child or I'm going to speak to your child. And when they're in my business, as if I would speak to my own, I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to yell at them. I'm going to say, hey, look, sit down because that's all that need. That's all kids need. Sometimes a little sit down. You're not going to act like that in my place of business. So that's why I put the signs up and please take that. Take that. Not in an offensive way. I just don't have time for it, man. My patience is very thin when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't have time to be disciplined someone else's child. And you you got to understand, you got to respect that. I don't have, I mean, if when you come in, when, when a man comes into a barbershop with the, the barbershop, not a haircut, it's an experience. You should experience that without having a kid running around trying to touch microphones and, and bicycles and, and just doing all that kind of stuff. Next order of business this is happening on the 12 as well. We have got a contest. Mayor, I don't know. I'm the influencer's influencer for the simple fact is when I say something, people do it. I mentioned on my podcast that I wanted to have a comedy because we're, I'm, I'm, I'm working with a fundraiser for St. Jude's Hospital. It's, uh, it's uh, Window World, John Escala. He's having a, a fundraiser. So I said, I want to have a, a contest where I'm going to bring some comedians together and the winner gets $500. And guess what happening? Two nights. July the 13th at Smokes and Jokes, they're going to have a comedy show. And I'm and there's 10, 10, I think 13 comedians competing for $500. And then we've got, and Rollo Carleone is the one who's putting this on. It's at Blaze. And that's located at, on uh, Mama Street, Rollo Carleone. So here's the deal. I'm going to go through some of these. And it's not, and, and if it starts to cussing, I'll take it off. But I, hey, this is not my content, so I don't know. I'm going to try to keep it uh, cuss-free. But, you know, sometimes it happens. Let's go. Here's the first contestant. In every aspect of the game, you drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. Perfection. We will be. Sorry, that was not that funny. Let's go to the next person. He's cussing. What am I doing? I'm about to get ready for this show. He's cussing. Can't go to him. Uh, here's another one for Smokes. But I'm just going through this to let you know this is an event happening tonight. Smokes and jokes. July 13th. Be in the building. None of y'all niggas is safe. I'm letting y'all know that right now. I don't give a fuck. He's cussing. Your boy will be at Blaze. I'm talking about smoking and joking. You might want to bring your old hoe. <laughs> He's cussing too. Hey, but you got if you're if you if this is a, a if you don't like cussing comedy, don't go to it. I absolutely this love it. Tuesday, July thirteenth, bro. We at the blaze, man. We about to get it popping. Choke smoke. Hey, man, I'm coming for your throat. Slaughtering niggas. Ain't nobody surviving. I'm hungry. Matter of fact, I'm starving out here. So watch out. 
We cracking jokes, man. It's 500 on the line. We ain't playing no games. We here to win all day. Me, nobody else. This family shit. Hey, hey. There's, hey, look how many comedians are going to be there. I just ran through like six already. Though, man. It's going down Tuesday at Blaze Cigar Lounge in Newport. Listen, $500 comedy competition on the line for all the comedians who want to smoke. Come get the smoke. Yeah, I better bring y'all a game because it's going down. Let's see what this guy's talking about. Radio. Mm, Make sure you pull up the Blaze Cigar Lounge July 13th for the best of the best comedy jokes, smokes, jokes, all that and funny. What's popping your life? All right, he wasn't that funny either. This one's good. This one's good. I've seen this hey, one. He's cussing a little bit, but that's all right. Fuck everybody else. You better come see no lie. You feel me? I tell no motherfucking jokes. Fuck everybody else. He's just, well, he's cussing a little bit, but that's all right. I mean, like I said, this is a, a, a comedy show. This one might be good too right here. I haven't seen this one. But it looks like good. It looks good. Yeah, actually, I do. It's going to be at the Blaze. This Tuesday coming up. Tuesday the 13th. Who all going to be there? Uh, Dave Dillinger, Dirty Ass, and like Dirty D from Pootie Tank, Camp Butterball, Bill Ass, uh, Miss Boone. She's like, she's still working at Sneaky Peaks. <laughs> oh, he said Miss Boom still works at Sneaky Piece. Let's see Miss Boom. Miss Boom came out with some good stuff. This is Smokes and Jokes. This is Smokes and Jokes. This is a. Uh, oh, listen, no, that's something from uh, Rollo about the dude taking the shots of Patron. That's the guy, no lie. Uh, Miss Boom. I'm looking for Miss Boom because Miss Boom is awesome. Oh, this lady's good. Miss Boom. Oops, she's a little bit uh, graphic with her. Um, but anyways, Smokes and Jokes tonight, tonight, Smokes and Jokes in Newport on Mama Street. They're having a Blaze Smoke Shop. They're having a comedy show. There's like 13 comedians. It starts at nine o'clock and the winner takes home $500. And I want to give a shout out to Rollo Carleone, a.k.a. Silver Fox, for bringing talent to Newport, Kentucky on the 12th. If it's happening in Dayton, Bellevue, Fort Thomas, or Newport, hey, send me a message. I want to know about it because we're going to talk about it on the 12th podcast. Man, today has been a great show. I still got eight minutes, and I'm going to go back into the Dayton buzz to see exactly what's going on because I know there's a lot going on in Dayton specifically. There's a three-on-three basketball tournament going to happen. There's uh, lots going on. Let's see. Um, I know I got some Dayton buzz website. Here's the Dayton buzz website. Let's go. Let's see exactly what we got going on here at the Dayton buzz website. The Dayton Bubs web, bub, can't even say it. Today, and I think it's, it starts tomorrow, uh, you have a the youth camp, Bellevue and Dayton football youth camp. And it's Bellevue, it's at Bellevue High School football coach C.C. Woods and Dayton High School Green Devil football Jesse Herbst, which Jesse Herbst uh, stopped into the barbershop and said hi and welcome to the community. And I appreciate that, Jesse. And I am going to be a huge fan of the football program. I'm going to be contributing. I'm going to have some podcasting opportunities going for some students. We're going to come down and we're going to uh, podcast the games. Anyone from anywhere, grades first grade through sixth grade for the upcoming 2021 school year, 
Wednesday, tomorrow from 4 to 5.30 at the Dayton Field, and Thursday from five from 4 to 5.30 at the Bellevue Field. The camp is free. You get a free T-shirt for the two day for, for all two-day campers. The uh, registration begins at the field on Wednesday, uh, July the 12th. If you have any con- um, questions, contact the number below. Hey, right in front of my barbershop. Investigating an accident that injured two children. Campbell County dispatchers told WCPO 9 that a car hit the kids at about 1030 last night near the intersection of Dayton Avenue and 6th Avenue. There's no word this morning on their injuries or whether the driver of the car will face any criminal charges. All right, so we have something from the police department. I saw where the chief of police, they, they put down a, uh, a statement on that. And uh, there's a 3-on-3 basketball tournament. I'll talk about that here in a minute. But I want to get to the statement that was made by the chief of police because I think this is really good for him to uh, address this situation. And uh, the chief of police, Beth Nair, always uh, – Naaman, I'm sorry. Beth Neiman, she's always coming up with uh, telling people – she's always posting her and Mike – are always posting on this website and providing awesome information. I would love to work with you guys. And then we could all do this together because this is a community thing. Some people have asked for information about the moped car accident involved two juveniles late Friday night on sixth Avenue. Please find, please find below a press release. Please find below a press release by chief David Halfhill regarding the incident. Both juveniles were taken to children's hospital after the accident were both Learn more about We can't talk about it because of HIPAA. Okay, here's the press release. And this is really small, so I'm going to paraphrase. And this is coming from the chief of police, Colonel David Hathield. Um, on July 1st or July 10th, 2021, around 1030 p.m., the Dayton police officer responded to an accident on 6th Avenue and Dayton Avenue. It's right over by the barbershop. Right that intersection right there uh, where the, the gas station and AWOC. And um, my new barbershop and the old laundromat, they're right there, that intersection right there. Through our, through our investigation, it was found that two juveniles, 14 and 16-year-olds, were on a moped and exited westbound on 6th Avenue from the entrance. The moped did not slop, slow down, or yield, making the left turn west. When the moped exited the lot, they were struck by a vehicle that was traveling eastbound going the posted speed limit. So they were not speeding. The juvenile driver was thrown from the moped and was uh, transported to Cincinnati Children's Hospital. The messenger, uh, the driver of the vehicle sustained in- injuries. Witnesses at the scene that say the juvenile did not attempt to stop or look across. So, hey, this is just negligence of some kids being kids. Seriously, that's just some kids being kids right there. And uh, you're driving out of there and you're driving out of that, out of that, uh, that way. You're driving out of that particular Crosswalk. Pedestrians have the right of way at all times, but I wouldn't think that a, a vehicle, a moped, would be considered a pedestrian. And if someone's going eastbound or westbound, from eastbound to westbound or westbound to eastbound on 6th Avenue, they have the right of way unless it's a pedestrian, if I'm not mistaken. I am willing, and this is something right in front of my barbershop, so I'm taking it personal. I'm personalizing this, so this is not subjective. This is something that I really feel strongly about. I believe right there at that thing, we need to have a heightened, a heightened sense of urgency when it comes to cars recognizing that there's going to be a pedestrian. This moped thing was the mopeds, and I'll, I'll say subjectively that it was the kids' fault. They were being kids, being stupid on mopeds. I've done it. We did it all our lives. We used to ride mopeds and do stupid stuff all the time. Luckily, none of us got hurt. But these kids did get these kids uh, suffered injuries. But going forward, if we could do some kind of 
public service announcement, and I'm all for funding. I'm all for without the city's help. But I'm sure if I talk to Ben and the rest of the city administration, the city council, who has been great in the city of Dayton, if I talk to them, this is a very tangible thing to do. Have a PSA or a public service announcement highlighting that particular area, talking about when you come through our, our city, slow down. Stop. Watch. Let them cross. Let people cross. And then like using the, uh, the DMX stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. I was like, that's a safe driver's road. <laughs> you know, have to stop, wait, watch, stop, watch, let them cross. That's how safe drivers roll. Too easy. Do a public service announcement that we can put out on social media so when people can understand and they see when they're coming around there, they can see or they put a billboard up or use the side of the building where the barbershop's at. Slow down. Slow down. Let's go back to the date and buzz. I got uh, another two minutes. I'll go back to the date and buzz and see if that I find anything else is worth uh, putting up there. I know the three on three tournament's coming. And if someone can contact me about the three on three tournament, I would appreciate that. Uh, the pit bull, the all dogs are welcome in, in Dayton. And that's from the Dayton bus. Hey, I, the three on three basketball tournament. Here's a three on three basketball tournament. That's it's three on three. I don't have any information on it right now, but if someone could get me the information on the three on three basketball tournament, that's going to be happening. I think it's, uh, for the alumni, you let me know what's going on so we can promote this. This what this is here for folks. I'm here to promote you. If it's happening on the 12th, that means Dayton, Bellevue, Fort Thomas or Newport. Let's talk about it free. If someone's trying to make you get you to pay for them to promote your business, please just allow me to, to come in and see what we can work out as far as like free. I just want to, I just want to show the rest of the communities in Kentucky or whatever, that we have a special community on the 12. That's Dayton, Bellevue, Fort Thomas, and Newport. If you have something, let me know. And July is First Responders Month at Horton's Barbershop. If you're a first responder or police officer or a dispatch worker, make your appointment at hortonsbarbershop.com and receive 50% 50, 50 off of your services. That's been my show. Thank you. Harris Troy Horton signing off. And